Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there folks, this is Matt Welch, the sports editor with Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this rapid reaction edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. Let's talk about my game from Thursday night. I was at Allen Eagle Stadium for a chance to see the, uh, I guess for the penultimate night of the District 96A schedule, uh, Allen taking on Plano West in a matchup between your district champion Allen, going for a sixth consecutive undefeated regular season, going up against Plano West, a team that is, uh, was hoping to avoid a second straight winless season. Uh, that does not happen. Allen is able to take a, uh, a convincing 63-7 to victory to get that uh, another another 10-0 mark for the regular season. Allen has now won 65 consecutive regular season games, a streak that dates back to October 2012. As I mentioned, this is now the sixth straight year that they have finished the regular season undefeated. Uh, Plano West, meanwhile, um, you know, just kind of heading in the opposite direction. They are 0-10 for the second straight year and have now lost 26 games in a row. And um, kind of the story of this one, coming in was how Allen was going to approach this because, you know, on the one hand, you know, they've already locked up their playoff seed. They know that they're going to be the, uh, you know, the top seed out of the District 4 6A Division 1. Um, so there really wasn't nothing to play for beyond just the pursuit of regular season perfection. Um, as a result, though, Allen basically approached the game as one might expect, given those circumstances. Um, there were some players that were held out for just precautionary reasons, any, you know, any minor nicks and bumps and bruises, guys like Theo Weiss, Seth Mason, uh, Caleb Basinger, even the kicker, James Griffith. Those four did not suit up or did not play on a... On Thursday, and the starters for the most part essentially played in the first quarter for Allen. Um, those starters were able to amass a 21-0 lead, and then the rest of the game was essentially turned over to the uh, to the backups. And you know, a chance for a lot of the kids that um you know don't normally get to play as much really get a chance to shine. I mean, I was you know tweeting out names that I have not yet had to tweet out this season, and just kids that were making plays all over the. Uh, all over the depth chart for Allen in this one. Um, over the last three quarters of this game, Allen's backups, they outscored Plano West 42-7 to during that span. Um, and this was just contributions just up and down the roster. Twelve players recorded a rushing attempt for Allen in this game. Um, all three quarterbacks, uh, Grant Tisdale, Raylan Sharp, Jack Fergus, all three of them got to play. Heck, Allen even rolled out two backup kickers in this one with Blake Simpson and Alex Brown, uh, you know, getting some time on special teams. So, um, it really was, you know, Allen was always preaching the, you know, the emphasis of of team and whatnot and just how together it all is. You know, despite all the uh, the star power that that program has, you know, Coach Gamble does not, you know, is never one to, uh, you know, dismiss the importance of, uh, of the team aspect of, uh, of this game. And sure enough, it was, as he described it, it was a, a team win, a team district championship, a team, you know, a team whatnot. I mean, this was a, uh, it really was in the truest sense. Like, Allen, like, got contributions from just about every pore of its depth chart. Um, the real uh, so let's see, kind of looking at how this game materialized, you know, Plano West, you know, in their, they were already up against kind of the, the slimmest margins for error coming into this game, um, just given the, uh, you know, the, the slump that they've been mired in all season. Um, so, you know, you, you can't really give Allen any, uh, any rope, otherwise they're just going to strangle you with it, essentially. And Plano West, you know, was able to, uh, you know, they, they picked up a first down on their first drive. They're starting to march near midfield, and then they lose a fumble on a botched handoff on their fifth play from 
scrimmage. And that was kind of the story of this game from playing a West Vantage Point. There were flashes of brilliance and then just some self-inflicted you know, mistakes that uh, you just, again, you can't give a team like Allen those chances because they'll kill you every time. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, Plano West turns the ball over on its fifth play from scrimmage. Allen scores in just two plays, you know, capped by uh, an 11-yard touchdown pass from Grant Tisdale to Bryson Green. And then on the ensuing kickoff, uh, a special teams blunder on Plano West part leads to Allen recovering the kickoff at the West two-yard line, and they score in one play on a two-yard run by Grant Robinson. So in the span of just its first three plays from scrimmage, Allen's offense already has two touchdowns, and yeah, I mean, short fields equal death against Allen. So yeah, West was essentially buried from that point forward. There were moments, again, where West was able to you know, get deep in Allen territory. They had a chance, you know, to tack on a field goal early in the second quarter. You know, that ends up getting scuttled by uh, defensive back Mo Perkins as he dives in to block a 27-yard field goal attempt. Um, you know, early in the fourth quarter, Plano West, you know, was down at first and goal from the Allen three. That results in a high snap that leads to a lost fumble. They have four turnovers overall in the night. Again, just your, you know that you need a very, very strict script to go in a, you know, to fall in line for, uh, for Plano West to, um, just to be able to muster any sort of resistance against a team like Allen. And, I mean, they just did not help their cause with just these self-inflicted miscues on Thursday night. Um, Allen's backups played great. I mean, this again, a lot of guys who just, you know, just, again, haven't had their chances to shine this season. Um, that's, you know, definitely something that jazzes up the, the starters. You know, those guys are just going nuts on the sidelines all game. They love seeing the, uh, you know, the backups get their moment in the spotlight. It was also a chance to see, I mean, this, you know, he's, you know, this is a kid who plays, you know, regularly, even though he is, I guess, technically listed as the backup quarterback. But this was the most that fans have had to see, uh, you know, Allen's backup QB, Raylan Sharp, um, behind center. Now, Raylan Sharp is, you know, he's he runs with the, uh, you know, with the normal uh, with the normal wide receiver rotation during games, he's used a lot on um you know he's got 13 catches on the season, but he's used a lot you know in uh, in rushing situations on a lot of you know your east west style runs like jet sweeps, shovel passes, end arounds, um you know. But this was the chance to really see him you know over the, some extended period of time as a uh, mostly going against a number one defense as a uh, you know as a quarterback. You know he plays quarterback a lot. You know once these games are out of hand in the second half, you know he usually. Plays Play, you know, the final quarter and a half of most of Allen's games, you know, but this was a chance to really see him over an extended period of time, and I mean, that's been kind of the, uh, you know, when these games have been out of hand in the second half for Allen, that's kind of become the sneaky, you know, most exciting part of watching, you know, these, uh, you know, these uh, garbage time in Allen games, because Raylan Sharp is, I mean, he is an electrifying athlete. He is, you're basically guaranteed at least one highlight reel run over that last quarter and a half, and Raylan Sharp's in there playing quarterback, and um, yeah, he had a chance to really get his most extensive work, you know, behind center all season long. He ends up finishing the game 7 of 10, uh, passing for 148 yards and a touchdown. He adds eight rushes for 82 yards. That was a, a team high for Allen. He had three rushing touchdowns, so four touchdowns total for the Eagles' backup quarterback. And um, that kind of got me looking because I hadn't even bothered to really check the season stats. It is it is insane how good a season that Raylan Sharp is having in just backup duty for, uh, for Allen this year. Um, he is 
How's this? He is actually Allen's third leading rusher this season. He has 537 yards on just 37 carries. So that is 14 and a half yards per carry. And how about this? He is tied for the team lead in rushing touchdowns with 10. That's right. This is a backup. I mean, I'm not sure just where else to check. I mean, you're not going to find too many players, period, in the state that are um, that operate as just a, as a team's backup quarterback that are having this productive a season. Um, just uh, again, just an embarrassment of riches over there at Allen. But um, yeah, Randall Sharp had a you know had a had a solid game in his I guess his most expansive. You know, amount of time, um, you know, behind center. You had a number of backup, uh, you know, defensive players that really put in some uh, put in some work on Thursday. Players like Colin Prince, Braden Manning, Roy Sheckles had an interception to end the uh, to end the first half. Um, like I said, Allen got contributions from all over the uh, the depth chart in this one. And for Plano West, like I said, I mentioned just kind of these self inflicted miscues that they had early on. You know, they were um, they, they did have some success. You know, running a lot of their uh, their offense was predicated on a lot of east west style running plus the the zone reads. Up the middle with well, with quarterback Will Cannon, um, so they really um, you know they really went out of their way to kind of thrive on that zone read stuff, and Cannon really kind of you know having to sell those handoffs to really test the discipline of Allen's front seven. And they had again he had moments of brilliance. He finished the game you know with 15 carries for 61 yards, right around four yards per carry. Uh, Noah Scroggins, you know a lot of uh, a lot of counters out of the shotgun with him, and he um, you know he had a very impressive night in his final regular season game. Uh, he had 21 carries for 164 yards. He was able to, again, despite the uh, you know, despite the lopsided score, this was a cool moment for Noah Scroggins. He was able to find the uh, find the end zone on his final on the final carry of his uh, of his high school career. He broke off a 77 yard run inside the game's final minute to uh, to avert the shutout. Um, so again, yeah, score aside, just a cool moment for Noah Scroggins. You know, it's you know for that entire team, it's been uh, obviously been a been a rough year when you look at the win loss record. So you know, for those players, you know, a chance to really kind of uh, just at least go out on just some semblance. Of of a, of a positive note, being able to you know any any time a player is able to score a touchdown you know, on his final on the final carry of his high school career, um, you know it's a, it's a neat occasion. So you know props to Noah Scroggins for uh, and I mean even before that, like he had you know he had moments you know even before that uh, that big seventy seven yard run, he was averaging right around four and a half yards per carry on the night. So a, a productive game for him on the whole. You know head coach Scott Smith afterwards that you know Scroggins has really come alive you know down the stretch this season. Said these uh, between this and the Plano East game last week. Week, probably his two best games of the season. Um, so let's see. Um, on the whole, let's see. Let's look over some uh, some stats from this one. Um, overall, Allen amassed uh, 551 yards um, total versus 371 for Plano West. Allen's run game was just lethal once again. Uh, 377 yards on 41 attempts. That's good for just over nine yards per carry. Uh, Plano West had some success of its own on, of its own on the ground, I should say. Uh, 250 rushing yards on 47 attempts. Those uh, those four turnovers. That's uh, I mean. I mean That'll that'll kill you against anybody. Not even let alone the, the number one ranked team in the state. Um, let's see. Allen was able to get its uh, its penalties somewhat in check this week. Um, they weren't in the in double figures like they were last week against uh, against Prosper. They uh, they finished five penalties for fifty eight yards. Again, I'm going to mention that just because, as I mentioned, you know, last week on the uh, on my rapid reaction, that's now become kind of a sneaky noteworthy subplot in Allen's season. The fact that their penalty numbers have kind of amplified as the season has gone on. So. Definitely worth keeping tabs on that. Um, as far as individual contributors go, uh, let's see. Uh, you know, Plano West had a rough time passing the ball in this one. Allen's defense was um, able to hold Will Cannon to. Um, 
you know, nine completions on 21 attempts for 91 yards um, with a pick. Um, so that was at the end of the first half by Roy Sheckles in the end zone. Um, Noah Scroggins led all ball carriers on the night with uh, 21 carries, 161 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Cannon, as I mentioned earlier, added 61 yards on 15 attempts. Um, let's see, as receivers, far as receivers go, uh, Cole Carter, who's been kind of a uh, offered up a lot of a big play punch on the uh, on the receiving core for Plano West. He had two catches for 45 yards. Uh, Tavarius Garland, four catches, 35 yards. Um, let's see, over in Allen, I, uh, I rattled off Raylan Sharp's numbers from earlier on. He had 148 passing yards, 82 rushing yards, four total touchdowns. Um, like I said, 12 players carried the ball for Allen in this one, including uh, their second leading rusher, uh, backup running back Justin Hall, who had a big uh, a big 43-yard touchdown in the fourth quarter to really uh, highlight his night. Um, you had Selden Manning, who um, was able to rack up you know 59 yards and just three carries. Uh, Deshaun uh, Winter, five carries, 49 yards. Grant Robinson, five carries, 43 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Jordan Robinson, seven carries, 34 yards. I mean, the production just ran all over the place for Allen. Now, receiver-wise, like I said, without Theo Weiss on the field, the uh, the Green Twins, Blaine and Bryson Green, were uh, you know were your two uh, your top two outside receivers. You know Blaine had four catches, sixty four yards. Bryson Green had two catches, nineteen yards, and a touchdown. Probably the play of the game for the offense though came from uh, from receiver Juwan Mason, who um, has been very useful out of the slot for Allen this season. He took a uh, he took a screen pass from uh, from from Raylan Sharp seventy uh, seventy five yards for a touchdown in the I believe in the second quarter. So yeah, he finishes his night with. Uh, with two catches for 79 yards and a score. And um, yeah, now it's uh, it is on to the playoffs for Allen. They uh, you know they get a uh, an extra day to, to prep and to to rest up in advance of uh, of opening up against either Saxy or Rowlett. That game takes place tonight out at Homer B Johnson Stadium. I'd imagine you're probably going to see a few Allen fans in attendance there as they get a look at um one of the uh, one of the two teams that they will draw in the first round of the playoffs. Um, Allen will get the loser of that game, and the winner of Saxy or Rowlett will likely play either Plano East or Plano Senior. Um, so yeah, we'll see. It's um, yeah. Now it's now it's go time for Allen as they begin the defense of their uh, of their Class Six A Division One state championship, and we'll see what happens in the uh, in the coming weeks uh, for Plano West. Um, yeah, it's it, it's going to be an interesting off season. You know, it's a program that you know certainly probably uh, did not have visions that this is what would happen. You know, you know, th- you know, three four years ago when uh, when when Mike Hughes uh, retired and whatnot. But it's been um, you know it's been tough times for Plano West. You know, in recent uh, in recent years, again, it's you never. I said it at the start of the season, and you just you hope that I hope that it wouldn't happen, just because it's just I, I hate to see any high school athlete you know go winless over the course of an entire season, especially I mean a sport like football, where I mean it has become such a year round sport that you have these kids that are just bleed just they bleed all so much into these programs and so much into high school football with with what they're asked to do nowadays that you just you hate to see it not get rewarded with a victory at any point in the season. So, um, you know, a, a difficult season for Plano West. Certainly that schedule wound up being far more difficult than I think anyone would have anticipated coming into the year. And now, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what is in store. Obviously, it's a, it's a long offseason. We will, you know, talk uh, you know talk a little bit more about Plano West and just the uh, kind of the road ahead for them on the, on the podcast in the coming weeks. But, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we shall see what is in store for the Wolves as they look to uh, just to kind of re, uh, restoke the fire, get back to playing the kind of football that the, uh, the state's second largest high school has shown that they are capable of in the past.
So, um, yeah, that'll that will do it for this edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. Um, hi, I appreciate you guys for checking this out. You can check out my game story on our website at starlocalmedia.com. And should you so desire and want to follow along some of the other action in District 968 tonight, I will be out covering Plano Senior versus Prosper. I'll be tweeting out a storm for that game. You can follow me along at mwelchslm. Otherwise, folks, you enjoy the rest of your week, and I will talk to you all later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.